it's always like it's always fun to me how like hard like Christmas stops for me in a way. Like after like like I am so into Christmas. Then like on when I wake up the twenty six, I'm like I don't want to turn my tree on anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say your all, your tree is my off, lights. your front yard. Well, it doesn't help when there's no snow and it's fifty degrees. <laughs> I guess I'll stay on there. <laughs> Exploding Barrel Podcast for December 28th or 29th, 2018. I'm just getting it this when we're done. Oh, well, aren't you ambitious tonight? Yes. This is Mike Minotti, and I'm joined by my brother, AJ. Hello, it's the last show of 2018. Look at that, our 10th year. You know what that means. 11th year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, game of the years. Game of the years. Of the years, all the years. Oh, I usually, I wonder if I can still find that list I made of, like, all of our previous ones. Oh, yeah, didn't you say uh, that in your, in your notes app? I had that last year, yeah. There should be somewhere. Yeah. So, so how are you, so how's it going? Oh, it's it's going good. Christmas is, is come and gone. I'm, I, I'm recuperating. Recuperating? Turns, turns out Christmas with two three-year-olds who actually know what Christmas is now is exhausting. It was, it was a lot more fun this year. Oh, it was very fun, but it's exhausting. Yeah. We had, we had, I had the first parental saga of, like... The week before Christmas, my daughter Olivia, like watching random toy videos on YouTube, saw a video from 2017 where they make these things. I now know that they're called uh, lollipop pop-ups, little (laughs) holders for your sucker. And in 2017, you get Elsa and Anna ones. So, of course, she told Santa, and you were there, that Mm -hmm. she wants the Elsa open and shut thing. (laughs) So after we figured out the hell she was talking about, I scoured the internet, found one on eBay... That was scheduled to arrive on Christmas Eve. And I pleaded with the good seller. I was like, I need this before Christmas. If I have to pay you more to ship it faster, I will. He's like, it, it'll, it'll get there by Friday. Is that good? And I was like, beautiful. And it came, and she was delighted. That's good. The glow in her eyes made it all worth the it. The open shut thing. The open shut thing. Still getting a lot of use, or she over it already? Uh, no, no, they're still using it. The problem is they don't actually like these Chuppa Chup suckers. Oh, like they look at them once and want to throw them away, and I'm like, okay, guys, like I didn't buy the the industrial bag of suckers for your open <laughs> shut things. For you to lick them once and toss. The industrial like, the open shut. What you're teaching me is you don't actually like suckers, so I'm not gonna buy anymore. Oh, so like, what other presents have they been into? They love their Pikachu's. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm... they sleep with them now. It's great. Oh, that's cute. It's adorable. Every night we watch the Detective Pikachu trailer, <laughs> and they snug their Pikachu's. Uh, Sophia got the big fire truck, which she's very excited by. Uh, we got a bunch of like little playhouses. Big fire truck. Uh, you, you got the most complicated Play-Doh set I've ever seen in my life. How do they? How do they like it? We used it once so far. They enjoyed it, but they like they. They'll take it the wrong way. Like they can't use it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's it's. You know, it's for, for it's four year olds. I know it says, but like, I mean, they're they're four in March. I can barely figure it out. You have to come over and see it. It's very obtuse for a Play-Doh set. It's cool once it works, but it's it's a it's a lot of work. I can't find our old game of the year. It's okay. It's somewhere. All you need to know is probably the best game that's come out since we started this show might be Ori and the Blind Force. Is that what you think? Is that what your favorite game? No, actually, I'll I'll step back. Probably legitimately, it's Skyrim. Skyrim, really? My I think my. Like, game of since the show started is probably Mario Odyssey, I, I think. So. Well, we'll have, we'll have a discussion related to that towards the end here. 
Okay. So here's how we're doing this this year. We, uh, as tradition dictates, have done our top five. And then I have... Because 2018 was an insane year. A lot of stuff. I have a lot of honorable mentions, which I've uh, prescribed to uh, various categories. So what we'll do after we do our top five... I'll give you a category. You'd give me your pick, and then I'll tell you mine. Okay. And we'll see how this goes. Okay. But we'll just say traditional top five. Yeah, so we'll start with number five. Uh, why don't you go first? Sure. My number five is Mega Man 11. So low. So low? <laughs> no, Mega Man 11 was everything you hoped it could be and more. Yeah, I was thinking it might be my favorite Mega... It might be my favorite of the classic Mega Man games that uses like a Mega... Like the Mega Buster charging mechanic. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the ones I... I think my favorite ones, like, two, like two, three, nine, even, they don't really use that. Uh, this is my favorite one of the charging Mega Busters, maybe, except for, like, five. I like five a lot. But this game was great. The uh, It actually does look really good, even though they went with, like, the 3D models instead of the uh, pixels. They all look really good. Oh, yeah, they get, the art style is fantastic. Yeah, the stage... The level designs are really cool. I mm. like those a lot. And the weapons are, are, are all pretty cool, like... There aren't very many duds in the weapons this time. Well, the biggest the biggest mechanical thing for me, it was, not so much the gear system, which I really like. Yeah, it's good. it's the weapons bound to the right stick. The weapon wheel. Yeah, you can switch between them real quick. Oh, that's quick. so great! Like I want them to like go back into the legacy collections and patch that in or something yeah. for all the games. Like it's so nice to be able to. Not even, like, like it was one thing in Mega Man X, like, oh, I could scroll through that with L and R, and I'm going to menu now to just flick. Yeah. Once you get that muscle memory of where they all are, mm-hmm. which I've already lost by now, but when I was playing it, um, yeah, that was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Great game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was everything I pretty much wanted out of that. So what was your number five? My number five is Forza Horizon 4. Oh, the, the Forzas. They took Forza Horizon 3, which I thought, like, was like, oh, this is, like, the best it's ever going to be, and they made it better. I think the especially the intro to that game where you kind of race through the four seasons yeah, is like one fine. of the best introductions to a video game ever. That's basically the demo experience at E3, yeah. which, I, which I got to do in like their ridiculous race car like rig thing, oh, wow, that'd like be the cool. simulator. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, it plays incredibly. Uh, looks absolutely gorgeous. It's just a blast to play. It's just it's just the moment to moment of that game is so fun. I feel certainly bad. I don't like Forza Horizon more, but yeah, it's too bad. It's just not really. I, I don't play very many like racing games yeah yeah that's never been your thing <laughs> not really like it's just nice because like like i've wanted a new burnout for so long and all these need for speed games just to be like it's technically it's basically the new burnout it never really was and it's not like this is like literally burnout it's just kind of taken that mental it has a bit of that open world thing it's not even so much that it's just, it's just you just feel cool when you're playing it so. that's what burnout had i think maybe I like Brown specifically because I thought the crashing the cars thing was fun. Right. Obviously, this doesn't have that sure, part which I mean, of it. You know, not, not, not like it should. Mm-hmm. It's not what it's doing. It's just the Forza series in general. I, I think I talk about this every year a new one comes out. For as much as I never could get into games like Gran Turismo and even Project Gotham Racing, for whatever reason, this series just completely clicks with me. I mean, don't, it's not like I, like I play it and I have fun. And it's oh, definitely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. It's just, I'm sure it's not like the game I keep going back to. Oh, actually, I meant to tell you. So I was at. Um, Best Buy yesterday. Yeah, they had like a, a computer with like a 2080 in it, hooked up to a 240 hertz refresh rate G-Sync monitor. Oh yeah. So I went into the Microsoft Store on it and downloaded the Forza Horizon 4 demo. How that look? And played it. Um, I, I cranked everything to its extreme, and it was getting about 140 frames per second. Jeez. And it was nuts. I bet. Like incredible. <laughs> Makes me want a new monitor. Yeah. yeah. 
But those G-Sync monitors, why do they have to be so expensive? How much, wait, how much are they? Well, this one was only 1080p, and it was 400 bucks. And it's like, if I'm going to get a new monitor, I kind of want an ultra-wide. More than, like, an Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. All right, number four. Number four for me is God of War. Fantastic. Yeah, I love the God of War. Uh, just, uh, super, I mean, the story is really cool in it, and... But I also liked the combat a lot. I think it was fun. It did it did a good job being kind of like the old God of War, but a bit more decision-making, a little bit less just pure combo stuff mm-hmm. with it. But it all felt really good. It all looked really cool. Like, I loved how close the camera was to Kratos. Everything and made felt everything. big. Yeah, everything felt very big and visceral. The, the world was cool. The storytelling was cool. It was just a really, really uh, clever way to make that series relevant again when really... It seemed like that series was long done, and now yeah. it's going to have like a lot, lot longer legs on it. Like not even just because like they can do a couple more of these Norse ones, but gosh, then now they can just kind of do a similar style reboot. Yeah, six years from now, right? When like now they know that like they can kind of tinker with the formula, right? It's always kind of important that first time you do that. Right. Now they know they can. It 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 would be. Hopefully, they don't just make like God of War two. They will I mean? at least do that. But hopefully, it's not like literally. Like, Think, think what the Tomb Raider games did. I hope it's a little more. I think you could do it twice. That. I think you do one of them. I think. I think by that third Tomb Raider game, a lot of us were kind of like, eh. I don't, yeah. I don't need. I like, mean, no I, one. No one's talking about that. one. I didn't really play Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, I didn't. Honest. I didn't either. But uh, like, no one's talking. And then, I, by all accounts, it was fine. But it was just kind of like more of the same. Yeah. The only my, my my real issue with God of War not issue, but like the only complaint was that the boss battles were a little lackluster. There weren't many of them. Mm-hmm. When you did fight them, they weren't great. And that was something the original God of War games did really well. They had cool boss battles. So that was one yeah. thing. That's something they could do better. I might one. have more to say about God of War. Than oh, no. Okay, <laughs> next one. Uh, my number four, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Hey. Yeah. Um, talk about an incredible package for fans of... You can't even just say Nintendo games at this point. It's just like video games because there's so like, much in it. Especially like, to all games but mostly, mostly Nintendo. Exactly. Well said, Sam. Um... Looks incredible. They could have so easily made Smash 4 DX. And yeah. it, like, I think a lot of people assume that's what this I is. Oh, oh, I assume that's what they're going to do. No, yeah, but everyone, like, they look at it and, like, it annoys me people write it off like that. Like, like oh, it's just Smash 4, but, like, with more characters. It's like, no. It's, it's, it's as much of a new game as, like, Brawl was to yeah, Smash 4. Yeah, you know, character like, Mario has all new moves and... Not like all new moves, but I know what you well, mean. Well, not all. Like, he has new moves. Yeah, like, he's not. got Flood now, which he never had before, which always seemed like a weird omission. And... What are you talking about? Flood's been in there. Oh, I'm, no, I'm screwing uh, Luigi has Luigi, the vacuum. Luigi That's has the vacuum. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always mix those up for some reason in my head. Uh, looks incredible. Plays incredibly well. And then just the fact that now, like, it was, it was novel with Smash 4. Like, you could buy it twice and have essentially the same game, portable and yeah. at home. And now it's, you know, the Switch. There it is. It's portable. It's at home. It's eight people on the TV. It's you out, you're like sitting in your car at lunch, playing through the spirit board. Mm-hmm. That, an amazing package. Yeah, and the, and the the single player mode is really neat. Yeah, and big. It, it's huge. Yeah, World of Light is incredible. I'm having a blast playing it. It's a great thing to kind of play like in portable mode in bed for like a bit mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, the the thing that you know keeps it from being higher on my list. Heard it in your review. The, the online just Nintendo needs to figure that out. I mean, not it, it's. Now more than ever that they're charging for it, like that really does kind of make you want to say, okay, guys, like yeah. I don't mind paying twenty well, bucks a year. That's really not a big deal. But in principle, now 
you got to hold up your end of the bargain. Well, it's not. First off, it's like the lag is bad, latency is bad, but then it's also like fun, like the design of it. Yeah, is there's uh, like there's the two sides. There's like the back end side that's like Nintendo, right. and then there's like the design side. Pick, it's like Sakurai. Come on, pick your preferred rules, and we'll try to like when you're when the rules are like Smash Brothers, where there's such a such different ways the rules can make the game play. It's like no, well, I don't and it's wanna, just weird because like, like people wait, who don't want to play with items on. We'll never want to play fight on. They'll never be like, well, it's fun sometimes. And it's not like it's it's this, it's this weird thing. Even though they've gotten better about it, where like Nintendo still like still like feels like they ignore the competitive scene in this game. Like they don't want to like acknowledge it for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like that should just be the like a rule set. It's pretty common. Like two, yeah, it's two, like two stock no items is pretty three stock now or three stock is, yeah it, three stock no items. Yeah, that's pretty common in the competitive scene. Like why not just a mode? Turns out it's the most fun way to play. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure. If, I mean, if you guys like items, that's fine. But you know, you're kind of a loser. Ooh. But yeah, so nevertheless, um, the new characters are super fun. Yes, yes. I love playing. As, I think like my favorite characters to play as right now are King K. Rule and Ridley. And I'm actually getting playing Palutena a lot. Who's not new, but well, you know, who I've been getting into different. lately, oddly, is Link because just just the change they made to his. Bombs. Yeah, very different. It makes it such a fun character for me right now. Yeah, he's pretty. I've been really enjoying he's the bombs. He's uh, he doesn't have the grappling hook. It's, mm-hmm. it's cool that they did straight up make him like Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah, they just changes outfit. And that soundtrack. It's oh, not just incredible. So many good soundtrack. songs. Soundtrack, just an amazing package. Yeah. So okay, my number three, mm-hmm. yeah, is Celeste. Nice. When it, it was a really good year for just 2D side scrollers. If you if you look at my full like top ten list, which is on Demon's Beat, maybe I'll run through those later. Mm-hmm. But like you know, Messenger, Dead Cells, uh, or I said Mega Man, which isn't an indie, but you know what I mean. There's a lot of really good yeah. side scrollers. The kind of downloadable. Yeah, the kind of download this for like some you know, you know twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Celeste was really I yeah, think, what a, the what best a of the bunch. Game. Uh, I mean, first off, it looked cool. It's like, again, like the real, it's like one of those really cool pixelated games where it's like extra beautiful. But just like the mechanic of it was so much fun. This kind of like it is almost is kind of super Meat Boy esque. Where it's like you kind of go room by room, and each one's a different challenge, and you're doing the kind of dashing, wall climbing, double jump, and each level sort of has one extra kind of mechanic to mm-hmm. throw in there. This kind of uh, it, it, you know iterative level design that's so fun. It's just just a real pleasant game to play through. Yeah, well, and what I like what I like about the, what this game does there's there's been plenty of games in the past that you know attempt to tackle complex subject matter things like anxiety, mental illness, things like that. But so often they get so caught up in that side of things they forget to be good games. Yeah, it's kind of divorced from the gameplay. Yeah, and this they're so married together. They're so it's intrinsic. Better. It's just like if you took that stuff out, this would still be a really fun game. It'd be. It'd be Super Meat Boy with progression, in a way. Mm-hmm. But that that layer just adds so much to it. It gives a great atmosphere. It's, yeah, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And again, put that on the Switch, baby, all day, every day. So good. You know Celeste is on the Switch. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. it's on the Switch. That's great. I thought you were like, put it on no, the that's Switch. No, that's where I played it. <laughs> I was like confused. Yes. No, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, so, that's so many like, of these so, games. Yeah, some of these games have benefited... I'm so glad Nintendo finally like, embraced that yeah. and like like the Nindies like, is a thing. I literally just have a stockpile of these games to play. I'm yeah. still working through that um, what Monster Boy, which is great. Is it good? It's I, very I, good. That that I still need to play Bloodstain. They're on my list, but like, oh, I still oh, gotta get through. Gosh, I gotta finish that was the other one. I loved that Curse of the Moon. I was Bloodstain. actually playing more Messenger today. I loved Messenger. Um, I still want to go back and finish Yoku. I never finished. Yeah, I actually just got like my Christmas present for myself was okay. But well, first I wanted to get the Sega Genesis classic collection mm-hmm. on switch 
I already have my PlayStation 4 by one on the Switch, because, come on. And, uh, <laughs> but then I was like, well, I'll put, like, I'll do, like, $50 on it, so I can also get um, Hollow Knight, because it was on sale for, like, something. You know what? That game, I played it. Didn't Some do people it for say me. that, but I think I'm. I'm yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I it didn't. I I played for two three hours, and I never yeah. was like, oh, I gotta keep going. Oh, just it fell off it. Uh, my number three, Spider Man. Spider Man. Whatever the spiders can. Well, you know what? That's my number two. So we can just okay. Kind of, yeah, we'll just marry these together. I mean, yeah, man, I love. Spider-Man. Oh, it's it's great. It's it. What I, what makes it feel good is when you the, the second you start swinging. You have to think about it. You're like, yep, that's how this works. Mm. Like, like, like you, like this is just the way this is supposed to go. Like, like jumping in Mario, it just feels natural. It looks good. It's exciting. The way the music swells in when you start swinging and everything, it's just, mm. Mm. yeah. And you know, I, like the swinging being cool is one thing, but we had some Spider-Man games with good swinging. What really impressed me was the combat and how mm. much fun I had with that. Because a lot of people write it off as Batman, and it's, it's not. really not. I don't. I mean, it's nothing like. When you treat it like Batman, you're bad at it. You're right. Until you get that out of your head. It's really yeah. much more like agility based, much more dodging and kind of using the web abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in Batman, like you use like the you use your abilities almost in very specific situations. Like this guy has this shield, so use the sonic boomer battering thing. You yeah. know, this one it's a bit more free than that. And it's there are like two ways to incapacitate enemies. You can either like web them permanently to like a wall or a floor or something, or you knock them out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, so it's really you're kind of swinging around, dodging around, um, kind of you know there is some countering, but it's not like Batman where it's almost all countering, and that's how the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the fighting works. But then just the, the the story itself is very classic Spider-Man stuff. It doesn't like try to get darker, broody. Like it has like it's not like all levity, you know. It has right. you know it's but, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's quipping, yeah. He's quipping, and there's like sacrifices. Like, oh, it's just dark, but maybe if we pull through, you know, the villain. It, it does a good job of showcasing like the most of the Spider-Man characters you want to see. Mm-hmm. New York City itself is huge and fun to just swing around. Uh, I like the idea of like taking like even like they incorporate him taking pictures into it. Like you're that's like one of the big collectibles is just taking pictures of landmarks. Yeah, it's super cool. When you like swing like you don't just like you don't have to just like stop and like plant yourself and take a picture. You can literally swing by it and in midair take a picture. Yeah, which feels which really good. Feels very it's like the most Spider Man feeling thing I've ever done in a video game. I love that. Then I I like how much they nail being Peter Parker just as much as they nail being yeah. Spider Man. It really makes you get that sense of that. That kind of duality of, of the character where he's like struggling to keep up with life as Peter Parker and, and, and just that whole conflict. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason it doesn't score higher on my list, sometimes like, like it has to be an open world game because you need that web swinging. But sometimes the open world stuff is the worst part of the game. You think like it's, you talk about like a crime. Yeah, like, like how it, many people are getting locked in trunks? <laughs> like does that really happen that much in New York? I don't know. Maybe, maybe actually. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, but then the people who did it are just around the corner. Like let's use that Spider-Man. It's kind of weird because it's like you really. It's not like you have to do those things, but you almost kind of feel like you're not being a good Spider-Man. Right. If you, you ignore know? them, and, it's like you can't ignore crime. <laughs> like in in a way. I almost wish like there was you could kind of play L.A. Noir this way, where it had the city and it was there, but you could also just get in the car and kind of skip to information. From what I remember, there wasn't anything in the city, in right? LA but Noir. but it was there. But I mean, there was literally just a city. Yeah, was just, that was so weird to me. But I guess we shouldn't talk about L.A. Yeah, Noir. Yeah. But like, you need the space to give the world the the scope it needs to exist. But I I almost wish the experience itself was more guided, just to yeah, keep yeah. you moving. I mean, I, I, I think I think the only thing with the crimes, all the other open world stuff was 
was good, like those research stations, yeah, catching pigeons. Great. You don't like the research yeah. stations? Like, you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know you don't. But then you feel like a bad spider. Like fighting the enemy things. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that was my three. That was your two. My two, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. If I had played more of this, it'd probably get up there because I've only played it for like five hours or so, and I really like it. Yeah, actually. it's it's stunningly good, mm-hmm. and it's so funny. I almost skipped it this year because I was like, "Well, I played I played Origins, and like I see why people liked it, but it didn't. Yeah, didn't really grab me. I'll get to this in like maybe in the summer when things slow down. I could get it on sale. Thank God it was like half off on Black Friday, so I kind of impulse bought it. I, I couldn't put it down. It's so good. It's so yeah. Fun. I was the same way. I didn't. And I, I, don't, really care I, don't, for I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, they it's, have they have like the almost Bioware like dialogue trees. Like, they're nice. It's um, not that. That's it's not that. I think like, it's just so much snappier this time. Like, yeah, it, Origins, feels, it does feel a little tighter. Origins was like the world was. It almost kind of felt a bit empty for how big it was. Like, it was mm-hmm. a lot of desert, you right. know. Which again, it's not great to look at necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot more cutscenes, a lot more like flashbacks and brooding and talking and stuff. I will say, and the game's not on my list, but I like this Red Dead Redemption 2. It's so funny, the, dual, the duality between these two games. Yeah, they really are. Like, There's this wonderful blend of the two games that exist right. somewhere. A game that looks like Red Dead and plays like Origins. That's because, like the best game ever like, It's made. like, after playing Red Dead, you play Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey. I mean, and it's... Yeah. Uh, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's just like, I just move, I can move so much faster. My horse is so much more responsive. I go up to a plant and push a button. I just have the plant. I didn't have to like bend my knee and like cut the plant off and like take it. Yeah, and so, well then like, you know, if your horse like, if a whisker on it, your yeah. horse touches a tree, you don't go flying 10 feet. But then the it's like, oh, these voice actors, these voice actors are not as good. And yeah. oh, there's these, each character is not just animated. <laughs> like there's that one guy in like the first album who's like, it was like kind of like your mentor, Marcos. Marcos, yeah. Marcos sounds like somebody like in a Saturday morning cartoon show playing a yeah, great person. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's like your crazy uncle Marcos. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, what the hell? He felt but, like the cousin from GTA. Then, like, 4. I almost laughed. Like you're about to leave the first island, and like you hear, ah, like she's calling. Like, like what's the, what's the character's name? The main one, uh, the girl, Cassandra. Cassandra, and it's like. The camera just cuts. He's like right there. Appeared. <laughs> like, and they always just kind of like walk in the frame, stand there. Their heads move. Their head are kind of like moving yeah, it, separately from their. It does, it, when I said Bioware, I mean that in the good way and the bad way. Yeah. Like Kotor Bioware. Talking heads, yeah. Which I mean, it, it's like it is like. Well, this just really affect how much I'm enjoying the game. Maybe a little, but not that much. No. The, uh, but again, it's like when Red Dead has like every little interaction, even in like, like these side quests, yeah. is like. A framed scene in like a movie, it certainly is nice. Yeah, that's for sure. So again, there, there is a there is a medium of right. the two, and there is stuff like like a lot of stuff in Assassin's Creed does look good. The water looks great, the environments look great. It's just characters and like animation stuff like that. Clearly, you can see where a lot of the effort and money went into for mm-hmm. Red Dead. But yeah, it's good game. Good game. Glad mm-hmm. I didn't skip it. All right. Well, my number one is Smash Brothers Ultimate. So. Shocker! <laughs> I know, but um, I, you know, I'm gonna be playing that game for years. My number one's God of War. Oh, interesting. I can't imagine a better made video game. Like just from from a pure craftsman point of view. Is this the part where I chastise you for not having beaten it? Yeah, you can if you want. <laughs> yeah, fair but enough. You talk about the boss fights, and there's I don't know if you really call it the first boss fight. The, 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 it's the uh, that dragon. The dragon, yeah, yeah, kind that of. was breathtaking. Was Literally. Cool. Edge of your seat, like the sensation you get from riding a really good roller coaster in video game form. Like, it was so effective, so exciting 
They just... The way that this game is one continuous shot, which... Yeah, it is neat, It's one of those things where it's like, you know, when old movies did it, it's like, wow, incredible. And then, like, when CG movies start doing it, like, episode three, it's like, that's really not that hard. It's just in a computer. But then when it's a 40-hour video game, you're like, huh, that's really impressive. Because there are still cutscenes, but, like, the camera will literally kind of, like, move out of gamer position to, like, frame the cutscene. Yeah, it suddenly feels like a guy's holding it or something. Yeah, it's really neat stuff. Yeah. uh, Very clever, very cool game. And the the, the way that they could take something that was, like, kind of ridiculous like god of war and managed to just twist it just enough to ground it into this very emotional journey mm-hmm. I, I think is a stunning feat then just from the gameplay stuff like you take something as iconic as you know kratos with those chain blades like that's god of war and they found an even more iconic weapon with this axe that he throws and summons mean. back which i mean is kind of just mulling here but still it's, yeah, it's really really well. very much in a game yeah and what I'm, what I'm glad, I'm glad they didn't. It's not open world. It's it kind of is. I don't know if you call it a Metroidvania. It almost it kind of feels like Arkham Asylum in a way. To, yeah, I know you what know? you mean. Like I mean, there's a quote unquote. It's like an open world in like the Legend of Zelda sense almost, right? I mean, yeah. Like you could go back and forth, but it's not like a big sprawling. Field. And there's like some some reasons to backtrack sometimes, yeah. but yeah, it's nothing like. Yeah, crazy. there's invisible walls. Right. In a good way. It's almost not that different from like what God of War one did, except there wasn't anything resembling a hub in God right. of War one. But it was like you could almost you could almost backtrack. I think most, man, eh, maybe that's not even true. When I think about it. But anyways, I, I think the big winner of the year really, like last year, it was Nintendo was the big winner, mm-hmm. at least software wise, maybe all around. But Sony was definitely the big software winner this year. Oh, for sure. Having God of War. And uh, Spider-Man this year was insane. Yeah, like two of the best games. And then there's also, I mean, it wasn't quite in my top five, but uh, Astrobot is a fantastic, yeah. such a good VR game. So much fun. If, if I was going to give that an award, it'd be the best game I played for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, just yeah, pretty good year for Sony. All right, well here I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the the Edge Guy Award categories. All right. And you give me your winner in each category because oh, these are all my honorable mentions that I just wanted to acknowledge in one way or another. Uh, the best JRPG award. Octopath. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, technically. Not a great year for JRPGs, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but that game is incredible. It's my it's favorite just, JRPG to come out in like a decade. How is the only JRPG you like, the one I don't even think much of? I know! Maybe that's why I like it. I don't even like it. It's so fun. Yeah. What, I just It works for me because of its episodic nature. It lets me dip in and I out guess. of it. I mean, the combat is great. Yeah, I love the way it combat. looks. Yeah, the art style is just so... Ca- As someone who... who grew up on and played the SNES era JRPGs and that's kind of what I like yeah to have like the modern version of that is so nice incredible soundtrack really well written kind of well and again it's on Switch it does I love I love JRPGs on the Switch they all need to be on Switch I hope this Persona 5R rumor oh that Persona's coming to the Switch yeah that has to be the Switch version because I'll buy it I'll just about eat my own toe if you beat Persona 5 on the Switch. Challenge accepted. Yeah, right. Get some mustard, Mike. Yeah, awesome. right. Yeah, so I love Octopath. Okay. Best free-to-play game. Best free-to-play game. Uh, this is you guessing me. This is I know, but it's kind of... It's kind of I don't know what my favorite free-to-play game was this year. I'm trying to remember, even. What's, what's yours? Uh, mine's Dauntless. Hands uh, down. I, am, I don't think I've talked about it on this show yet. I think I started playing it after we recorded our last episode. Um, Dauntless is the free-to-play uh, Monster Hunter-esque game that was like it went into closed beta I think before Monster Hunter World was, was announced right around the time it was announced 
So it wasn't like a reaction to it. Right. It was more like these fans of Monster Hunter were like, well, these are great, but they've all been on the 3DS. Let's make one for PC. Oops. And, I mean, oops, yeah. In the yeah sense that they got a little overshadowed by like Monster World, which is a really it good game. They did doing pretty well for themselves. Um, yeah, because... I don't want to call it simpler in Monster Hunter World. That sounds like a knock on it, but it's not. It's, it's streamlined. Like, well, it's it not that. like well, Monster Hunter World has that kind of like rhythm-based combat. It seems like Dauntless isn't really that. It is. It's just there's not as many combos in the game. Mm. It's more about just kind of how you're going to mix and match what you're doing in any given moment. Um, a lot more canceling. There's a lot more. Um, What's the word I want? I, 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 I like dodging. No, nah, not dodging. It's you, it's hard because the weapons are a lot of. There's a lot of difference between those. Like, so I've been meaning the hammer, which it's a hammer, but it also has a shotgun built into it. Yeah, there's things kind of like that. Yeah, and there's things like that. They all play pretty differently, but the game definitely wants you to kind of have an arsenal of everything to switch it up every so often. Oh, really? Because, I mean, Monster World is very much you kind of pick Right, right, right. Because, like, there's daily and weekly quests, and, like, you know, the daily quests will say, like, okay, go slay three behemoths with hammers, break parts off of two behemoths with swords, and, like, they want you, like, moving around. Honestly, the thing that makes it, to me, better in Monster World is the online system is so much easier. You just go up to a little board say okay I want to do I want to hunt this monster and it'll matchmake you or I want to patrol in this area that has these five monsters it'll matchmake you like I'm never playing by myself mm. whereas Monster Hunter World I, I play that game for five hours I still don't know how the online play in it works. well I can't think of a free to play game that was well, brand you, new to 2018 I'll, that I I'll let you count Fortnite if you want <laughs> Sure, Fortnite. We played, we played a lot of that beginning. I did. Yeah. It kind of came out last year. It's confusing. I mean, you know, I played a lot of Hearthstone this year. You know what caused Hearthstone to kind of or, uh, Fortnite to fall off for me? Well, they have to keep adding things to it. Well, and it kind of gets muddy. Aside from that, they 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 got too obtuse with the challenges, which is like what I liked playing. Like I completed season three. Well, the challenges used to be like it would be some, something they were would, play the game right now. The challenges are like go to this specific place that you need an IGN guide to find. Yeah, and yeah, right. that's step one of five. And I'm like, I don't have time for yeah, this Fortnite. I, if I'm gonna play Fortnite, I want to play Fortnite. I, you know, so that that's that's it's fine. Um, I still like Fortnite, mm-hmm. but yeah, Dauntless. I I can't stop playing it. I play it every night for like three hours because I gotta do all my dailies and and I just completed um, the armor set I've been grinding for for like a week. So I can go on to like the end game stuff now. Very excited. All right, what's your next one? Okay. <laughs> Best toys to life game. <laughs> oh God. Well, I don't have a nomination for this. Starlink. Yeah, Starlink. Star. Everyone play Starlink. Every I, every two days you look. Starlink's on sale. I'm like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you almost got it for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I was very tempted, but I didn't want to let you like not play it, then just make both of us feel bad. <laughs> I would have played it. I mean, maybe. I, I have so many games to play. I, I know. You would be like, well, I'll get to it, and then you just never would have. I mean, you still have an unopened thing of Lego, Lego somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. Um, I've talked about it on the show enough. It's phenomenal. I love it. It's so fun. Best Retro Revival. It's not, it's not Mega Man. Mine's Mega Man. Mine's Mega Man. Mega Man Life is incredible. Uh, best Pick Up and Play Game. Pokemon, let's go Pikachu. Uh, no, your uh, Eevee. I, 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 I picked the games first and try to fit categories. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, into the Breach is what I picked for this. People are mad. I, I, I don't. I couldn't get into Into. I the like Into the It's it's too it's too stressful. For it's me. very it's very stressful. It's a hard game because it's like 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 an encounter in a Fire Emblem. You're ultimately designed to win it usually. Like it's Into the Breach, it's so difficult that it's like. You know, you're probably going to fail for a while until you like really figure out what's happening. It's just so clever, like how much it's it good. goes with so little. 
Yeah. Like, you know, you look like when you look at a screenshot, you're like, oh, this map's so tiny. Like, what, what's even going on? And, like, it's so often when I, like, I think I've set up, like, the right moves to do, and then the, the turn executes, it's like, oh, shit, that made that happen. I didn't see that. And, like, yeah. it all, like, dominoes out of control. And it's like, no. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I like it a lot. Best online shooter. Fallout 76. Fuck no. <laughs> you were all, have you finally turned around? Okay. Because you were all, Fallout 76 is actually great. No, I, I never said it was actually oh, great. Oh, yeah, right, you did. You said you loved it. My words were, I like it, but I could see why people hate oh, it. Oh, yeah, right. You said Here's more my enthusiastic okay, let, things about it than I'll, that. Let's, let's come back to Best Shooter in a second. Let me go, let, let me go, <laughs> let me go on my kind of year-end view on Fallout 76. <laughs> Fallout 76 is fine. <laughs> like, it's the most 80 of 80 games. I mean, 80 score. Okay. It's an 80. Yeah. You give like, it an like 80. A soft 80. Oh, no. Okay. You're a harsh critic, aren't you? Look out for that soft 80. In a year fun. when so many other good games have come out, <laughs> who's going to put the time needed in this game to progress? No one. Second of all, boy, did they just fuck up the release of this in so many ways. Between the, the whole thing with the bag, which isn't like... like that I feel bad because it's not like that's the developer's fault. That's like the Bethesda publisher like really screwed that up, but it yeah. didn't do the game any favors. And just like, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know why they felt they needed to make this game. I don't know who they thought it was for. I don't know what they expected. <laughs> we'll like see. I said, it, it, it exists. I got a $30 price reduction match on because it dropped in price so quick. I'm very curious because I feel like I haven't even heard about this game now, like pretty much. In no, it's completely gone from the from the conversation. It's like, are they like. And they have to give it support or else the people who bought the game are going to involve. Those are like your actual fans. Right. So, what is the support? Is it like. Is it just typical stuff, or are they going to have to kind of do, like, the big, like, we're fixing a lot of things? No, because they talked about how there's going to be, like, content drops. It's like, are you really now at this point, though, going to put content in this game? That's what, like, what is the ultimate amount of investment that's going to go into Fallout 76? Anyway, best shooter of the year, Black Ops 4. Yeah, I guess so. Boy, that could maybe Uh, actually give a shit about Call of Duty in a year I didn't expect to at all. I feel like it wasn't very many. Yeah, this wasn't much of a shooter year for me when no, I think you had, about you had your it. Battlefields, uh, you had uh, Battlefield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but uh, yeah. No, Call of Duty is actually pretty fun this year. Yeah, uh, the Blackout mode. It, it's just PUBG that works. Mm-hmm. Um, PUBG even works. The, even, even the deathmatch mode is incredible. I actually like that. Yeah, it's just like the deathmatch yeah. mode a lot this year. Yeah, I was having a blast playing that with you guys. So, yeah. yeah. All right, best game that makes you think. <laughs> really makes you think. Uh, gosh, AJ, I don't know. What is your... Celeste. Oh. Made me really think about climbing mountains. Yes, very much so. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, best indie game, straight up. Oh, gosh. I mean, I guess Celeste is mine by default. Uh, Dead Cells. Uh, Dead Cells is pretty cool. Dead Cells, remarkable. Dead Cells is fantastic. Not only is it like a great spin on like what a roguelike is, but it just looks so it's cool. cool. It's just fun to play. Did you ever get the... You never quite... I saw him eating it. Yeah. Every so often I pick it up and like it's what I like about the game is like you, you have those runs, you're like, okay, we're just we're just farming souls. And you get that run, you get that you get that one item, you're like, maybe this is the one. I don't know. Like, let's see. The run where I went where I won was so weird because I didn't even have any like melee weapons. I just had two bows and arrows. The one was that one that like hurts more at close range. Oh, uh, so it's like made, almost a melee. Yeah. Which, was, which felt really good, yeah. Alright. Uh best game I didn't think I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean Octopath. Gary said that. Yeah. 
I mean, for me, it was Pokemon Let's Go. Oh, yeah, for sure. You failed me, Mike Minotti. Look, I You can't... and your whole misbegotten industry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, to be clear, I was weighed down on it more than other people in the industry. Look, I can't be right all the time. <laughs> Boy, I thought I was going to hate this game. I thought Boy, I was going to despise it. I completely it. love it. It's not like I feel you still were able to get it and play it. <laughs> but I almost didn't. Yeah, I almost didn't. Man, that would you on did. your conscience. Then you did. But we, yeah, we talked. I mean. Yeah, incredible fun. Also, uh, I got a Pokeball. The oh. other day. I don't know. Is that really good? It, okay, so here, here's what it does. And then you tell me if you think that you like this or not. So so when you get it, you pair it up to your, your Switch. Uh, first thing you do, obviously, you get your Mew, which is exciting. Oh, um, so when you're, you know, you play the game, and it's just a little ball. It's it's, it's quite tiny. It's not, I mean, I used it at E3. Okay. Uh, so, you know, you use, like, the controller. It's easier to throw that than just a Joy-Con if you're playing on the TV. Wow. I was very accurate with it compared to the Joy-Con for whatever reason. I mean... But then, so I, I put a Growlithe in it, took it out. So I was at work this morning, and I was like flicking the control stick, and you hear like it would be nice. <laughs> it would glow orange because there's a Growlithe, and I'd hear the growl roar. Like oh, that's fun. Yeah. So then I hooked it up to Pokemon Go on my phone, and it works like those. The, it had a name. The little device they released when that game came out. So you know, if yeah. a Pokemon Pokemon they, Walker, Pokemon Go, yeah, Walker, whatever it was called. So you have to like start the session. I think a session lasts for half an hour. And then, you know, anytime a Pokemon comes by, it lights green, you hit the button, and you either catch a Pokemon or you don't. Uh, but what this also does is if you go by a Pokestop and you have a Pokemon inside the ball from Let's Go, it'll spin those automatically. Okay. So, so I just kind of hung it from my rearview mirror as I drove to lunch and just, like, got the stops I drive by. Oh, so I was like, this is fun. But here's the best part. And I, this sounds petty, but it, it's true. When you plug it into charge, the USB-C cable, as soon as you plug it in... Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was like, oh, that's delightful. I, I mean, so I always, I pretty much always play Pokemon Let's Go in portable mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right, I don't play so Pokemon Go anymore, so. Not for you. No. Also, I caught my Mewtwo today. It was oh, fun. Nice. When you throw the Master Ball, it actually does like a little cutscene. I was like, oh, this is fun. Because I was like worried I like had to still kind of aim or else lose my Master Ball. That'd be kind of crappy. And it was a hard fight because you had to like fight him before you could catch him. Oh, that's nice. Like the Snorlax that's nice. battle. Yeah. Um, yeah, great game. Boy, was that fun. Didn't expect it. Uh, the best game I acknowledge. The best game you acknowledge? What does that mean? As in, like, I acknowledge that it's supposed to be a good game. Oh. <laughs> that, but you didn't like it. Oh my gosh. I, what could Doesn't mean be? I didn't like it, but it didn't like... I was like, this is the best game ever made. Like, everyone said it would be. Huh, is it Red Dead? Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah, it's, Red Dead's weird. It's like, I, I feel no strong desire to go play it right now. I am, like, working my way through it. I'm getting pretty far. Like, it, it definitely, I think you'll definitely begin to like it more the more you play it. I think it is kind of actually weakest in the beginning. Yeah, well, it just, it feels like there's three games going on. There's, like, a walking simulator. Yeah. There's a, an okay third-person shooter. And then there's this weird art house game where you get drunk with your buddy at a bar and, and do all this weird shit. Yeah. It's, and, and, like, it, it's the weird incongruities that, that completely ruin it for me. Like, like I, I mentioned before, like, you know, you're riding your horse, you, you nudge a tree, and, like, 
the, the the weird physics take over and you just go flopping all over the place. I'm like, this this isn't how it's it weird works. how separated the kind of open world stuff is from the main mission. Yeah, I kind of like I, again. I just wish it was almost a linear game because the open world stuff. It's like you go go like spend like two hours hunting this bear and like make the bait for him, and then you can get this thing and you make this like this outfit that doesn't really do anything, or you spend all this time earning money so you can buy a gun. When you you'll get guns through the missions that'll you know shoot a person in the head, they die. That's what yeah. guns do in the game anyway. So it's like. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's it's strange. I like but, it. But like the acting is incredible. It looks like the characters are so good. Right. It's like I do like. I mean, it's disappointed me in that Red Dead Redemption One was like it was like one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. It, 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 fantastic. Uh, and I, I'm so curious. I almost go back and play that. I'm like, what what was that game like then? Because it's been a bit. I'm like, because I feel like it for some reason it felt different than this. Well, it 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 did. It just was faster. It seems like think. it was faster. It was like, again. I always go back to there's that scene in the beginning where you're like ransacking a house and you're in a hurry and you're like meticulously opening each drawer and picking out what's inside right. and shutting the drawer. It's like just rip the shit out. Like come on. It's uh it was it was, it was interesting. Yeah. We're gonna be talk I mean it's like this game people will be talking about for a while still. Mm-hmm. I'd say that. Someday, maybe I'll right. get back to it. Alright, is there anything else? Two more. Okay. Most clever genre mashup. Most clever genre matchup. What game took two genres that you always loved and smashed them together? Oh no, I'm panicking. What was it? Well, how about Metroidvania and Pinball? Oh, Yoku. Yoku's Island Express is such a delightful game. That little dung beetle is so happy yeah. as he's flinging about the world. Like, again, you say that out loud. It's a Metroidvania, but with Pinball, and you're like, what does that mean? I think the one thing the game could use for me is more earlier and more like generous fast travel points yeah yeah this doesn't, this, this doesn't open up till later it's sometimes kind of annoying to like get around like to backtrack when you're a pinball yeah I, I, and that is like the probably the biggest criticism of the game but it just has that like that kind of summery vibe yeah it's very pleasant yeah and again great game on the switch yeah, yeah. can't imagine category. playing it on anything else uh best expansion oh was it that last Destiny one everyone liked? You didn't really play no, it. No, I haven't played it yet. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not true. I did like the first mission, but that, no, not that one. Rashkistan's Rumble? No, although very good. <laughs> Actually, not but bad. you're getting warmer. Oh, gosh. What a, oh, oh, a Battle for Azeroth. <laughs> <Duh. laughs> I like BFA. You do? I mean, hmm. I don't know. BFA is problematic. Well, here, here's why I like BFA. I'm not the WoW player who's like the, oh, I gotta do my raid progressions and do all the hardcores. Sure. I like just playing the game and leveling and well, stuff. Well, I mean, the leveling, yeah, the leveling's fine. But I don't know. The leveling is always good. But, but here's why I like this myth. There's two of them. Yeah. There's the Horde side and the Alliance. So and it's like, oh, I've got two of these. This yeah, is great. That, that's all good and fine. But, like, the, the two main big features, Island Expeditions I thought were, were fine, really. Yeah, they're fine. They, you, they get a little bit old. They, and Again, they've been made a little better. But it was kind of, like, the way that that was so tied into the one character progression system at the heart of Azeroth was kind of obnoxious like the way you felt the heart of the Azeroth is the worst part of the expansion and then the Warfronts are like nothing you do them because you get good loot from them they aren't really fun they're designed so you can't fail Uh, they're like okay while you're doing it but it's it's just it's it's nothing really like your participation could be what you want it to be the Warfronts are more fun to me because that's my greatest gear source (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying well it's a good way to get gear that's why people are playing it but um, yeah I mean the, the just the, the fact that these things aren't great. The uh, the story is awful. The character motivations are stupid. I, I think we got to bring it around. I think it's going to end strong. I still yeah, I still yeah, have faith we'll that they're going to wrap it up. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Because of all the incredible Blizzard cinematics throughout the company's history, 
That old soldier yeah, thing that was good. is the best thing they've but ever everything made. Everything else has been really Boy, do I like yeah. that. I love what they're doing with Sarfang. I, I, I really want to see where it goes. Asteroid armor was a disaster. Yeah, that whole was system bad. was just, real bad. bad. Um, the raid was great. I liked the yeah, raid was first raid. It seems like the second raid is also going to be real good. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, I'm having, a, I'm having fun, don't get me wrong. Part of it is because I'm, I'm healing, and I'm, I've just kind of discovered that, and mm-hmm. that's a lot of fun for me. I just think that if you look at it, like the history of World Warcraft expansions, this seems to be one of the weaker ones. It's not Draenor. So it's, not that bad. It it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I think I think it's, it's gonna I think it's gonna be like a Mist of Pandaria where like no. everyone is there playing as like eh, but then like after I the fact everyone will be like oh it was actually pretty they're good. They're not going to. They're gonna hate this. I mean people are so mad. Mist of yeah Mist of Pandaria is it must be say is one of the better expansions now. Mist of Pandaria didn't really have problems. People were against Mist of Pandaria just because aesthetically they're like oh what is just panda stuff? Yeah. There weren't actual like big gameplay issues. Maybe there were early on. I don't know, but. uh no, this I think this is not going to be looked at favorably in the future. Yeah, right. I like it. I mean, it also. I mean, it seems like seems like I tell you who did not have a good 2018. Who's going to be happy to have the year over with is Blizzard. Yeah, that's like my my my, my most disappointing thing about 2018 is like all these companies I like were getting just dunked on. Yeah, everyone hates Blizzard and Bethesda right now. I was like, but those are my two favorite <laughs> yeah, companies. So, so sorry for you. And I feel like I feel like Bethesda's a little more earned because they just kind of made a not great game. Yeah, but like Blizzard. It all started because they announced a freaking mobile game, and it was like, "Oh, they're public enemy number one." Let's let's write these news stories now about how they they cut out profit sharing. Oh my god, they're the devil! Like, oh, just I, mm, no. it's probably, I mean, it's, it suddenly seems like Overwatch has quieted down a lot at this point, right? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like and uh, Hearthstone is maybe getting a little long too. Heroes of Storm is done. I, I'm not mad about that, like some people. I just think Heroes of Storm kind of ran its course a bit. Look, I wish it was a bigger hit too. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah, they certainly they're tried. Still making stuff. They just announced the hero today. Yeah. Who was that? Um. Oh, what's the, name? the one angel? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, There's so many of those. The, the, the head one who, who always says sacrilege. Know. I don't remember his name. Uh. Yeah. I mean, Heroes of Storm. Like even that is being like kind of overplayed a bit. Uh. But yeah, it's just not a great year for them, sort of public wise. And unlike you, I, I think for Azeroth has not been a good time for them, and it's going to not be great for them. It's basically still wonder about World of Warcraft in general. Like, what's the future of that game? What's the, what's the next expansion look like? How many more expansions can they can they really do? Yeah, it's gonna, there's going to be a point, and let's face it, the game is, you know, what, 14 years old now. Right. They're going to be like, eh, we're done. I mean, they've done a good job. I mean, remember this year we, we booted up Lord of the Rings Online just for fun because, like, we released new content for Lord of the Rings Online. I'm like, what? Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's a game that, like, you know, came out in 2006 or whatever, but it never really had its, like... We changed the UI and like kind of like the character models patch. Like it game basically plays like how two thousand six. Yeah. It starting it up was weird. Yeah, it was weird. So yeah, I don't know. But like thinking about World of Warcraft, thinking about Blizzard is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, and it's almost like I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen next year. They have to do something big with Overwatch besides from just release a character in a map. And I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, there's got to be like some like cool new mode I'm they not, can introduce. I'm not going to be all that shocked if in 2020 they announce Overwatch 2. I think that'd be fine. I mean, I mean, sure. They, at some point they're going. They're, I mean, I think they can get that out of it, and it'll be exciting. People will want to buy it. And you know, I know you're mad. At Jason Schreier's uh, Blizzard reports. 
But if Activision Blizzard is telling them, or you know, Activision is saying we want you to release more games, well, guess guess what's a game they could release? Yeah. Overwatch. I like how all the fans are like, oh, Activision is getting into Blizzard saying they should release more games. What if the fans been saying about Blizzard for the last twenty years that they should release more games? Yeah. You're you're simultaneously demanding they release Diablo Four, but then condemning them for caving to Activision. <laughs> like, oh, I hate people. Yeah. So what is what is your favorite trend? That we had in 2018. <laughs> just, I guess, the abundance of 2D side scrollers. Yeah. Just tons of them and tons of really good ones. I mean, we barely talked about Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. That was fantastic. That was in my top 10. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, it's funny because in previous years I've been playing, I've been kind of catching up and playing like just a lot of JRPGs in general. I really play, barely played JRPGs this year. Yeah, you really didn't. Because for Underworld, that many new ones I liked. Like, there, that was kind of like one of the bad trends was that they. Like, Nino Kune 2 was a disappointment. Uh, Octopath was a disappointment for me. I, I spent a lot of the year playing through uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which came out last December. Mm-hmm. And even, even though I beat that game and it like, took 80 hours, I'm, I'm kind of like, eh, that <laughs> was okay. Game. <laughs> it's fine. But uh, no, this year was really a lot of playing 2D platformers. Uh, for me, I'm all about that crossplay. Oh, uh, yeah. Fine. Sticking in my veins. I'm so glad we're finally there. Fortnite's doing it. Dauntless is going to do it come April. Mm-hmm. Um, Paladins is getting ready to launch theirs uh, next month, I believe. They already have, I think they have Switch, Xbox One crossplay, but PC is going to get folded in. And they, they're very cheeky in the patch notes where they say, like, we are technically prepared to launch cross platform on other platforms as soon as they support it. It's like the only platform left is Sony, yeah, so we know so what you're talking it be, about. It be. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope... I know Warframe is like on this weird development schedule where PC is like a month ahead. I hope they like equal that out and let that be cross-platform because that'd be great. There sure are a lot of games I would like to play if I had time. Warframe is one of them. Yeah. I, honestly, we didn't really talk about Monster Hunter World. I like Monster Hunter World a lot. Yeah, I know. I, me too. I would be happy to play that more, but it's like, well... That's why I like Dauntless because like, I can play it in the time I have or I feel like Monster Hunter World I don't have the time to play. Basically, it's like a lot of time I... My like kind of forever games are two out of the three Blizzard games like World of Warcraft, Overwatch, or Hearthstone. I'm only playing two of those at a time. Like right now, it's actually Hearthstone and World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing so much Overwatch right now. Yeah, at some point that will change again. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, I had to play this expansion. I revealed, I released a card for it in Hearthstone. That's right. So, 2018 or 2017. Well, 2017 had... No, 2017 was just so ridiculous. Yeah, it had Zelda and Mario. Zelda Mario, <laughs> that one-two punch was insane. Right? I mean, this was incredibly good still. Yeah, I mean, you could argue God of War and Spider-Man is a pretty good one-two I punch. Mean, but... yeah, 2017 and 2018 sure have been a lot better than, like, 2013, 2014. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, significantly. Just like... It's like... So, 2019, do you think it continues? Does, does it stay strong? I mean, Sony... Like, we don't know. Like, like I mean... Sony has some... some they, they, everything they have, I could easily see going into 2020, except for Days Gone, which... I think Last of Us 2 February. is coming out next November. I, Come on. I don't know. That's coming out next I November. think that could slip. I think, I that, I think that could go into that God of War time slot in 2020. That's, that's happening. That's Sejiro. The, the From Software one's going to happen. Um, so, I mean... What games are... I mean, I guess that's a different podcast we should be talking about. Yeah, we can do that next week. We'll do our 2019 predictions. Like what you're looking forward to and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, will it be this good? Maybe maybe not. We'll see. Let's do one last dovetail. We'll we'll step into the world of cinema. What was was your favorite movie of 2018? Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Hands down. Wow. Incredible. Although I just saw Mary Poppins tonight, and that was very good. Yeah. That might be close. Uh, 
yeah, oh, Spider-Man was fantastic. We talked about that. Mary Poppins for fun. There are a lot of like, there's a lot of sequels to like movies I absolutely love that, like the sequels are good but not as good as the first one. Um, Creed, Creed two. two and Wreck-It Ralph two being the kind of the big ones. Like I like both, even Incredibles two, honestly. Totally, um, that it doesn't feel like Avengers and Solo came out this year. That, man, that is nuts. I like I like Solo. I like Solo more than all. I like yeah. Avengers. Black Panther seems like that was forever yeah, ago. That I was, can't that believe was, that was twenty two. I can't February. believe that was this year. That's yeah. insane to me. But there, there, there it is. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about? Ah, uh, I think that does. I got one, one, one game I've been playing is a little weird. I talked about how I got the Sega Genesis collection for Switch. Yeah, yeah. It was primarily, and this goes back to me not playing very many JRPGs. And I'm like, I really want to play a JRPG. <laughs> it's been a while. I need to get to one, and I want to like. Like, like, especially 2017, 2016, I was doing a good job of kind of going back and playing ones I haven't played. Mm-hmm. Like, I got through Swakeden, The Trails in the Sky, I played one of the, the Breath of Fires and, and all that stuff. So I was like, no, we gotta do one of these. And now that, that Sega Genesis collection is on Switch, I'm like, I can play Fantasy Star 4. Which everyone go. says is the best of the Fantasy Star games. Is it 2 or 4? Does anyone say 4? People or? like 2 a lot, but it's, it's, it's older, you know? Yeah. And uh, three is the one people do not like. Yeah, three is bad. I think I mean, one came up for the Master System, so it's probably real old, you yeah. know? Um, but I'm, I'm certainly enjoying it. It is, you know, it's a 16-bit R- uh, JRPG, and it's even, like, kind of more obtuse than, like, a Final Fantasy VI. Because it's weird, because it's, like, a contemporary of that game, is it not? Like, kind of. And, like, it doesn't even, like... Well, so this was... It came out in Japan in 93 and the U.S. in 95. Mm-hmm. When so, did Final Fantasy VI come out? I'm going to say, like, 94, 90, 94, 95, maybe. Nah, maybe 94. Let me see. Maybe I'm going to look here. Yeah. You talk all of Yeah, but, I mean, so it's, like... It, it's sort of, like... When you compare it to that game, it can kind of almost seem rough in some ways. Like, graphically, it's not as good. Um, one of the things that is really difficult for me is all the spells have these very strange names. Yeah. And they don't tell you what they do. Like, not even, like, let alone in combat, you can't even, like, go into, like, a menu and see what they do. Like, I don't know if when you first played this game you had to have the manual at all times, but I basically just have, like, a internet page loaded up. So I'm like, <laughs> what, what does Zul do? <laughs> like, like, oh, yes, this reduces armor and stuff like that. But, see, um, real quick, Final Fantasy VI came out April 2nd, ninety four. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Fantasy Star 4 was December 17th, 93. So, so pretty, pretty close. close, and it certainly does not look as good as that. The setting is really cool, though. That's one of the best Because it's thing. like a sci-fi-y thing. Kind of, but it's like, um, did you see Nausicaa? No. It's kind of like Nausicaa, where it's sort of like like a, a sci- like some great sci-fi civilization has sort of passed its prime mm-hmm. a bit. It's like not like desolate, depressing, but it's certainly like, yeah, like a decline thing. Almost kind of Breath of the Wildish, maybe to be honest, okay. a little bit, yeah. But it, it is a bit more on the sci-fi side, which is which is really neat. Uh, the combat's good; it's very pure, like turn-based. Mm-hmm. One of the best things about it is that you can actually set up macros. Like ah. so, since it's like pure t- turn-based, you could just set up a macro where this is the one where everybody attacks. Nice. You can just select that, which seems pretty like good for a 1993 yeah, game, that's not right? Bad. It's also very snappy, very fast-paced. There's that's not good. much of an introduction. You kind of you get going. So that's kind of what I was like for. I was like, I want to like a game I can kind of play a bit at night, like grind some yeah, levels. Because I was, I've, I've got forty bucks in Amazon credit left, and I might have to because I have that modded Genesis controller. I feel like oh, I'm yeah. a target demo for the Genesis collection. Right. Very, very classic Genesis style music too. Which oh is yeah, well, that, that love it or hate it sound chip. Well, it's so weird because like you just don't think of JRPGs with the Sega Genesis. No, because I mean, aside from like that and the, I guess it was the Shining Force. And those were like turn based and kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, they're just really? more, like, every, all of those were on Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. which is strange. And like, even Sega, like, this was kind of, like, their one JRPG franchise. Now they just have Atlas. Yeah. So they don't even care, but... And it was, like, we played Fancy Star Online a lot, but 
It's like, I knew that these games existed. Yeah, but, like, Fantasy Star Online had nothing to do with this, really. No, there's, like, the same name for, like, money. So, Fantasy right. Star Online is, like, pure sci-fi. Yeah. Compared to this I stuff. told you, we could, we, there's there's apparently uh, fan servers for that PC port of Fantasy Star Online. Oh, I'm kind of into it. Right? I'm kind of into that. Right? No, no, it's cool. I was so, real, real quick dovetail. They, they even, like, managed to update the game, so, like, you don't have to do tagging of monsters anymore. Like, if you just, everyone in the group just shares XP. Oh, and nice. uh, there's personal loot now, so you don't have to nice. fight over loot drops. I mean, that was so much fun back at the time. Freaking. How many times did we fight that dragon and it never got old? It is funny that it was basically like five levels. Yeah, it really was. They just played over and over again. Kind of an early version of Monster Hunter in a weird way. It was, it was similar-ish. Honestly, the first Monster Hunter... Well, was, I think the first one came out of PlayStation 2, so yeah. There's pr- I probably, I'm pretty sure Monster Hunter was probably inspired by Fantasy Star. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm sure there was a similar... It's weird they never like made another like single-player Fantasy Star. There was one that only came out in Japan in like, 2006. Six or something that was like a single player ish kind of game, but I think it was still more of an action RPG. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there's that, there is like that Fantasy Star Online 2 that's out right. Japan and only, the, yeah. and you can play it. Like, you, there's patches to make it like translate in English and get you on the it's servers. It's weird that they just never released that over Right? Here. Like, what a weird, like. We got that awful Fantasy Star universe that no one likes. Oh, God, that sucked. Mm-hmm. What a disappointment. So, yeah, I'm playing Fantasy Star 4, so that's interesting. Cool. All right. Is that it? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I, I, don't, I, I downloaded the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 and the X Collection 1. Very nice. So you don't need to hear me talk about Mega Man. Nah, you, I, I know about the Mega Mans. Yes. All right, well, thanks for listening to Exploding Barrel Podcast, everybody. You can find more of us at ebpodcast.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Look, Penny knows we're done. I know, she does. She comes up to you when you start doing the outro. She That's knows. so funny. It's, she does this with everything. It's like when I'm playing, like on PlayStation 4, and I like push the home button because <laughs> she knows. Uh, it's, it's so funny. Uh, so, yeah, uh, evpodcast.com so you can find us, all those all those podcast store. Uh, yeah, and uh, thanks to you for listening to the Exploding Barrel Podcast. We'll see you in, in 2019. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.